Welcome, everybody, to uh, today's Master Talk. Dr. Mike Reed from uh, Chiropractic Masters International. I've got a good friend of mine on. Um, many of you know uh, Dr. Ben Lerner. Uh, ben has uh, authored a number of New York Best Time Sellers. Uh, he's also co-founder of Maximize Living, and he's starting a brand new personal empowerment program called Zero to Million. So, Ben, I want to welcome you on uh, today's Master Talk. Thanks, Dr. Mike. It's awesome to be here. Listen, Ben, you and I have known each other for a long time, and we used to train hard, and, you know, you built one of the most successful practices uh, in the United States. Uh, I was uh, in the north in Canada, and, you know, we have always been those sort of entrepreneurs, but I'm really excited to have you on because, you know, uh, when I talked to you a little while ago, as you were sort of branching into this new endeavor, uh, you basically had had decided to create something brand new, but on top of that, you went and interviewed uh, millionaires, and you found these characteristics, and you're sort of, sort of tying the two together for chiropractors who are maybe sort of static or struggling to have more financial security and wealth and financial independence in their lives, and, and that's really what tonight's talk is all about. So let's just talk about that transition. What got you into uh, interviewing these millionaires? Well, the first thing, when I got out of school, all my mentors sent me to a financial program that they insisted I go to right away. So even as I was building the practice early on, there was always this eye towards the future financially. And that program went away. And what I woke up to maybe two or three years ago after having coached over 20 years, have had more than 3,000 clients and spoken to probably 25,000 chiropractors, is that without that intense focus on finances, you know, I was taking it for granted that doctors were, were going to get it, and they weren't. So people were ending up 10, 20, 30 years in practice, and still they have no money and they have no choices in their life. And so when I sold Maximize Living and, and wanted to rebuild again, I decided I was going to fill this important role of talking about money. So in your in your adventures, um, how did you seek out these millionaires? I mean, these guys are busy. Um, some of these guys are, you know, I'm, I'm sure, you know, working 24/7. How did you approach these these people, and how did you get them to share their their pearls of wisdom? Yeah, and of course, when you say millionaires, one thing we know now is today's, uh, you know, today's millionaire is more like the middle class. You know, with an iPhone, the new iPhone is going to be 1,400 bucks, and how much everything costs. You can't last long on a million bucks for most people these days. So really, I'm talking to people that are worth 10 million or 100 million, a billion plus. And most guys, you know, at that level, you know, if you've got a good purpose and a good reason for why you want to talk to them, uh, they'll talk to you. Also, a lot of them are associates of mine. Some of them are partners. Some of them have been patients. Others that you know, people I've worked with for many years. And I, I handpick each one based on the components or the area of business or investing they're in. So everybody has is, is got a unique niche in this world of becoming worth tens of millions, if not hundreds of millions. And so that's, you know, how I, I kind of pick and chose who I work with. Fantastic. So, Ben, you know, you probably were sitting down with these guys over lunch, and you, you probably, you know, they, they would say something. On that, that's that epiphany you have to split your head wide open, so to say. So, Let's just talk about, you know, some of the characteristics or some of the, 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 the uh, I guess, the, the, the aspect of what it really took for these guys to, to go to that first million or 10 million. 
What were the, the sort of uh, words uh, of wisdom that you got from these guys? One, one thing that, and it seems abstract, ethereal, but it, it's really pervasive to every uber-rich, you know, unbelievably successful person I've spoken with or, or work with. You know, they're doing what they're very good at and they love. You know, and again, that, you, ha- you almost hate to hear that when somebody says, just do what you love, do what you're passionate about. They'll bring it up all the time. And so I'm always surprised at, you know, how much these guys just really, really are fulfilled by what they're doing. And, again, they're just great at it. And there's actually studies. There's a, there's a great old study where they actually tracked people who – there was 1,500 people, and the bulk of them were they, who they tracked coming out of college were people that were doing life after college to make money. Then they tracked another – of that 1,500, only 100 of them were people who uh, – they were, they were going to go just do what they love. They'd worry about the money later. And only one person from the money group ended up becoming a millionaire, and that small percentage that was just going to do what they were passionate about, that was the group that actually went out and became millionaires. Hmm. Interesting. Fantastic. Yeah, I, you Follow want, your path. You want, me just keep, you want to just keep going through a, a few steps? Yeah, you know, because you know, you've got to be passionate about what you love in order to get the next level. What else did you find? You know, they, obviously they've got a big vision, and again, it sounds sort of abstract. Oh, great, he's going to talk about having a big vision. But when you're, when you're talking about, especially because there's chiropractors on the line, there has to be some level of a mission. You know, and mission impacts the ability to get to millions fast, you know, not just get to a million, but do it quickly. I call it adding zeros. You know, so what, if you, what you could do just blocking and tackling, trying to build a business, if that gets you to a million – that's going to get somebody on a mission to 10 million because people want to become part of a purpose bigger than them and a group greater than theirs that, that's larger than they are. And so people are attracted to mission. And let's face it, as chiropractors, even if you don't want to see 1,000 a week or 2,000 a week or 500 a week, the bottom line is you still have to see hundreds if you're going to make money. And that's having you, your team, uh, your patients, the people in the community on your mission. So mission is a big part of of seeing extra zeros, you know, the guy that can maybe make 100000 a year now, add a zero and it's a million, get on a bigger mission, and it's $10 million. You know, a third one, and this one really uh, pertains to doctors a lot, you know, doctors get out of school and they're behind. And, I, and when I talk to doctors every week who are broke or, or I talk to a lot of students also who are setting themselves up to be broke, you know, we start off and we have a lot of debt. I mean, today's chiropractic student racks up at least a quarter million in debt on the average. Yeah. And then you get out of school, and then you get your, your loan for your practice, and then chiropractors, now that we're doctors, we want to have a BMW and a nice house and buy our, our, our uh, fiancé a nice rock for her finger. And now suddenly, you know, you're, you're in debt that almost can never be overcome. You're in debt five, six, seven hundred thousand dollars $700,000. And you're working from behind. And so having an eye towards the future, back to what I was taught coming out of school, when you look at a $100,000 car, for example, and somebody wants to buy that car, 10 years from now, that car is not going to be worth $100,000. Plus, if, you're, if you went in debt $100,000, that debt's only racking up more debt. It's the miracle of compounding interest in reverse. And so in 10 years, you're only going to owe probably more than $100,000. Versus if I right. get out of debt, you get out of debt, you invest that $100,000, in 10 years you're a millionaire. Right. 
So, so what you're basically saying is a lot of these doctors essentially got to live within their means. And, you know, I, I've heard about uh, a lot of millionaires and, and they're, they're driving, you know, maybe an older car. They're, they're not wearing the Rolex. They're wearing a, you know, uh, a Mickey Mouse watch. I mean, they're living within their means and, and living a very simple life, even though they're passionate. I mean, it's like Steve Jobs that used to come out and sing a pair of jeans and T-shirt all the time. Yeah, and what's interesting is the very first guy I talked to, uh, I've spoken to a lot of guys who manage billions, and one of the guys actually used to manage Bill Gates' money. I said, okay, great. Well, I'm going to go back to my doctors. What should I tell them about investments, about building wealth, about, you know, establishing asset value, and he said, tell them to manage consumption. And I'm like, what do you mean, you know, yeah, yeah, just they need, they need to stop spending. If you stop spending, everybody becomes a millionaire. And, you know, he didn't have some fancy, you know, invest in European real estate or own farmland or, or you know, get lots of shares in Apple. It was managed consumption. It was stop spending so much. And that millionaire next door mindset, like my brother – my brother and I, you know, we, we didn't come from a wealthy family, my brother, uh, Dr. Eric. And, and by the time we were 40, we could both retire financially. And a lot of it's because neither one of us cares what we're driving. Uh, neither one of us, you know, needed the mansion. Uh, we don't have the big boat. We just, we like to have gotten to a point in our lives where we didn't need to work, you know, where we were already taken care of financially because our, our dad um, struggled financially. And uh, they didn't invest with an eye towards the future and so we saw what it was like to end up later in your life and be, have a lot of financial stress. So by not caring what we drove, just having something to get us from point A to point B, we really followed what Bill Gates' money manager said and, and got, you know, to millions fast. Makes sense, right? All right. Next point, what else did you get from these guys? You know, another big one, of course, and this is just this is pretty straightforward for chiropractors is you've got to build the core so stay focused so um, even when I've talked to other super wealthy chiropractors they'll tell you that their real estate investments uh, the the mortgage company they own uh, that car lot that they have you know some other business that may be thriving they fuel that business or businesses by the core by making money in their chiropractic practice so Regardless, and I, I have a lot of corporate clients, too, that aren't chiropractors, and it's always the same thing. How do we build up that core and stay focused? Because one of the things that my early financial training taught me coming right out of school is the biggest mistake chiropractors make is they want to get into these other businesses. And, you know, your, your best pennies on your dollar are going to be towards chiropractic if you're a chiropractor. Very little in terms of investments makes that kind of money for what it costs you to provide it. And so build a big, super successful chiropractic practice. And then the next thing that goes with it, as you get into what they call multiple streams of income, because if you don't have multiple streams of income that provide income without you that are passive forms of income, there's only so much that you can put on your back. And chiropractors tend to be what you'd call a tech manager, where you're the technician, you're responsible for creating all, all the dollars, but then you're also trying to manage other people and the organization. And so we can talk all day long, of course, about being able to work on your business, not just in it, and building something that works right. without you. And that's, that's another strategy. I'm sure you, you've mastered it. You know, that, that leads towards the exit strategy where it's built to sell. So while you're building these, these multiple streams of income, 
what you're trying to build both your practice and these multiple streams into are businesses that run um, without you. And chiropractors are so focused on being the technician manager, they're the financial driver, they're building something that always requires them. And these hundred millionaires, they've got businesses that they rarely touch. They've got components of their company that they, they feel the people that run those areas are much smarter than them and much better at running those areas than them. So they can go on vacation, they can relax or focus on their core while other people are running very important parts of the business or, in fact, complete different companies. And, you know, the saying that goes behind that is that if you are not making money while you sleep or go on vacation, then you'll work until you die. Right. But you also won't be worth tens of millions of dollars. You know, a lot of chiropractors that I, I, I talk to, um, when, and you've heard this before, Ben, um, when you're coaching, uh, that they're concerned that the market is saturated. And I'm, I'm curious to know if you came across a, a millionaire that went into a business that, you know, a lot of people would think were saturated. Like, you look at Papa John's going into the pizza business or somebody going into the auto business like a CarMax when there's thousands of, of, of dealerships. What is it that you found with these these multimillionaires that they had the balls to go into, in a sense, a quote-unquote, a saturated market? Because chiropractors will say the same thing. Oh, there's a chiropractor in every corner. I'll say, well, we see 2% of the population. There's a lot of people that need chiropractic. What did you find that these guys had that special something that allowed them to sort of boldly go into that market? You know, People that are, that are doing hundreds of millions and also your top companies generally got there going into already established markets. I would, I would use the Starbucks example. So I'm an older guy at 50 years old. So when I was first coming out of school in my early 20s, there was Barney's Coffee. So Barney's Coffee was already, had already saturated the market. They were in every shopping mall. You could, you know, you could buy their stuff in stores. I mean, they were everywhere. They owned the market. And Starbucks was like, well, thank you for creating a market. We really appreciate you. We're just going to take it from you now. And so you bring a, if you bring a different spin, a different culture, a unique and better approach, it's actually great when somebody's established a market. Actually, of, the, you know, I've, of course, I've started a lot of businesses. I own nine companies right now, but I've had some failures. And actually, one of my failures was that I thought, wow, we've got a really cutting-edge approach to something. We've got – uh, uh, something we can deliver that no one's ever seen before, well, that's really hard to do because now suddenly people are like, well, what the heck is this thing and does it have any value? Versus you go into an area where they appreciate chiropractic, they understand what it is, they, they've heard of people getting results or gotten results themselves. If you come in and you're just more focused, bring a, a high-quality approach, uh, be bigger, badder, and better, focus on being the best and forget about the rest, you're going to thank these other doctors for establishing a market for you because you're going to be Starbucks and come in and, and take advantage of it. That makes sense, right? Yes. I wouldn't want to be. Actually, when I got out of school, the first place I went to was in uh, just outside Washington, D.C. And, and my very first screening, 80% of the people, which I screened 10 people and eight of them, <laughs> just to be clear, eight of them said, what's the chiropractor? And I had the hardest time getting anybody in my office because nobody knew what chiropractic was. It was uh, Virginia at the time, 
particularly this area right outside of Washington, there weren't hardly any chiropractors and nobody really knew what it was. You know, and this is, again, 20, almost 25 years ago, and the profession's not that old, so that's a good chunk of the profession of years ago, but it was really hard to build a practice. Then I went to Miami where there was two chiropractors in every corner, and, I, and my practice exploded instantly. I, I built right up to a, a huge practice overnight um, in the middle of a million chiropractors. That's interesting. So, you know, it doesn't, doesn't matter where you are as long as you're willing to, you know, go into that market, work it hard, and, and educate the population. So it's really a mindset thing. Yeah, and it gets back to being great at it. Um, you know, right where you are in Richmond there, I, we, I have a partner. We have a big building there. My partner, is, he's a multi-hundred millionaire real estate investor. And when I first met him, the thing that blew my mind, it's not that he got lucky. I mean, of course, real estate is a very saturated market. What he does is very specialized, and it's not, he's not the first guy to think of it. A million and one other people do his form of real estate. It's industrial. And he's just very good at it. You know, I was shocked by what he knew about a building and what he knew about, you know, a building needed and what he knows about the entire deal and the contract and getting – you know, tenants in there. I mean, everything about the process he's mastered, and so he's risen above the million and one other people trying to do the same kind of real estate in the Virginia or Richmond area and become, again, you know, the guys at some point probably owned almost all the, the real estate in Richmond. That's cool. So of yeah, all the millionaires, sorry, of all the millionaires that you interviewed, Ben, which one stuck out the most? Which one... Um, that really just like sort of struck you between the eyes as well. This this guy has a special something. What did you find with that one individual? Yeah, and the the one it's probably been more common threads. I don't know that any one person stuck out to me more than the others. When you start talking about these guys worth hundreds of millions, that first common thread is what I just mentioned. It's just shocking how good they are. You know, they really have taken the time to study the detail, and they're not necessarily guys that are sharper than and, you know, they're worth $100 million, a billion. They're not sharper than the average population. They've specialized, and they really know their area. Like one of the guys that, that I, I work with, uh, he, is, uh, he is in the coffee business. And in, that, in the coffee business, he understands the whole process from top to bottom more, more than you could possibly imagine. And so he has gone, been able to go to Walmart and Target and all these big distributors and get them to buy his coffee even though there's a million other people out there doing it. Another guy has a $50 million company, and he sells uh, car parts for older, old, old automobiles, essentially. So, so whether they're classic or just older, he has 22,000 different parts that he's created for them. And he, the guy, you can, you can drop off a bag of parts at his garage and he'll build a, a, a fully working automobile out of it because he really knows his area down to all these little tiny parts. And so, you know, we, we've got to master what we, what we do. And it's not – some of them aren't well-read. Uh, some of them haven't even graduated from high school or college. But they know their area so well, they're able to go out there and kill it. For example, and you, just to bring it back to chiropractic, uh, I, I've talked to people who, whether they're guys in the neuropathy world or guys in the functional medicine world or guys who do spinal correction uh, really well, the guys that do that stuff amazingly well, that are the best 
in their region at it are able to charge anywhere from six to nine thousand dollars for a care plan and people are lining up all day long to get it. That's true. What next characteristic me, do you have on your list there, Ben? Yeah, let me move through a few other ones. Sure. So I, I, I touched on it earlier, the exit strategy, the idea of being built to sell. I don't think chiropractors recognize this, but in every other industry, and including other types of physicians, there's an exit strategy. When you build the actual practice, it's designed to be sold one day for hopefully a multiple of what you have invested in it. So I've done some consulting in the dentistry world, and so most dentists are working towards opening up between one and four practices that they'll eventually sell for upwards of, of five, ten million dollars. So that one day, you know, when they're ready to either move on to a new career or move to a new area of the country or retire, they know I've got a I've got a, a one million, a five million, a ten million dollar valuation on this business that I've strategized since the beginning. I knew at some point I'd want to exit and sell. And, and chiropractors don't necessarily think of it that way. It gets back to that technician or that tech manager where it's really all reliant on them. They're driving the staff. You know, they're the, they're the they're the chief cook and bottle washer. I'm, I'm the chiropractor. I'm the marketer. I'm, I'm the office manager. I, I'm micromanaging my CA. So that I've, I'm really building something that can't possibly be sold or it would just crash. Uh, ver, you know, versus, for example, uh, we build our offices like the office I'm in now. I, I work uh, four hours a week in, in an office with my brother, and we have virtual marketing. There's, we built our own. In fact, we, we do this for other chiropractors. It's called the practice pilot. We built our own processes for marketing that don't require me at all. I, I don't market for my clinic at all. Um, all the new patients come from a system that works without me. Uh, we have three different doctors, and the patients, the way we've set it up, don't care who adjusts them. You know, they're, they're fine with all three. Uh, the team all has protocols in place that anybody could step in and follow. So if one if a staff person moves out, somebody moves in and just takes over those protocols. And, uh, you know, I'm not the front desk manager or the CA. We've got an office manager that knows, you know, 90% of things that go on in the office she knows better than I do and can manage better than I do, and, and she's the manager. She trains the team and holds them accountable. So we, we, are, we have built a business that we can exit from and somebody could step in. It would be just as valuable without us as, as with us. And so exit strategy, I've never met somebody worth tens of millions of dollars who wasn't building their business with the intention to sell it for many times more than it was even making them right now. And that's important because you have to have a business that's systematized so you can take yourself out in and somebody else can, can drop themselves into it once they buy it. It makes absolute sense. I mean, it's McDonald's. It's like any sort of franchise. Yeah, there's a couple of books. There's the book Built to Last, and then they book, built, they uh, wrote another book called Built to Sell because, you know, that's really – that's the idea. It's not built to last where, okay, I'm stuck in this thing the rest of my life and I can't ever go anywhere. It's built to sell where at one point I can exit and take the cash and, you know, do what I want to do with my life. You know, another part of, of becoming not just worth $100 million but just a happy, fulfilled, successful person uh, I just I'm, I have uh, six more weeks till I graduate with my master's in, in industrial and organizational psychology, and one of the things we study is called lifespan psychology and realizing 
You're going to have different wants and different passions and desires throughout the course of your life. Uh, your life's going to change dramatically as you go from single to married to kids to kids that are five years old to kids that are 15 years old to, to having kids that get married and have grandkids. What you're going to want to do with your life is going to keep changing. So following some of the financial strategies we were talking about earlier to make sure your money's growing with an eye towards the future, building something you can exit from so you do have a way to get out and you're not tied to something, all leads to this point in your life where you have choices. So at one point, you know, Dr. Mike, you knew me when it was just, I want to be head down with my hair on fire seeing 5000 a week, and that's all I cared about. And now I, I don't want to do that at all. Um, I like still practicing, but I also like running these other nine businesses. I like investing in other chiropractors. I, I'm, I'm a consultant in corporate America. You know, I like all of those things, and I like having the free time to spend with my family and pursue other hobbies, including the ability to pursue this degree. And, and so all, all of these things are real. This lifespan psychology, understanding your lifespan, thinking about your future is important. And, again, for these guys that are worth tens of millions of dollars, when you talk to them, they're not doing today what they did 10 years ago. You know, they've continued to evolve, and they've never had to be stuck in anything, and they've built up the, the finances, and, and they've built up the, the credits, and they've built up the relationship with the banks, they can, you know, like uh, my partner in Richmond, you know, he's literally buying a city on, in the Northeast now, and that's based on building up a lot of credibility with banks. He's built up a lot of money, and so he's, built, he's literally going to buy an entire city uh, because of that between his own cash and, and the bank's cash. But if you go back 20 years ago, he was, he was doing plumbing, wiring. I mean, he was, you know, he was just sort of in, the, in sort of the real estate construction business, and uh, was doing something completely different, but he was building towards the future. That's cool. What else have you got on your list there, Ben, after exit strategy? You know, mo most people have, and this is, and I'm going to call this doctor investing, but most people know how to invest. And so, for example, real estate. Just about all of the, the multimillionaires that I know, guys, you know, 10 million, 100 million plus, They've, got, they've either built all of it or some component of it on real estate, but doctors tend to make mistakes there. First of all, when we do, whether it's our real estate investing or whether it's our, our personal investing in stocks and bonds or, you know, with your financial planner, there's a couple of mistakes we make. The first is we get into areas without an expert. So I've made a lot of money in real estate. I've got a lot of partners that are worth hundreds of millions of dollars that I have partnerships with in real estate. And that's been critical to being a success. These guys have walked me through every step of the process, and so I've kept them alongside me, and they've been my coaches and mentors through it because the most fascinating thing about real estate is how easy it is to lose all your money. And I know several chiropractors who went bankrupt uh, wanting to flip houses or buying houses to rent or getting into some big building project. And I, I've never put a penny in without having the two or three guys that I can call who can walk me through whether or not it's a good idea. And that sort of almost on the flip side of that, when you talk about your financial investing, the reason I say flip side is that here's where you should be learning. So, you know, obviously your income, your future, your finances, all of this is critically important. And this gets back to, I know, Dr. Mike, you're an advocate of being a reader, you know, if you haven't read at this point double digits or triple digits in financial books, then 
it's crazy because, you know, everybody cares about money. Obviously, money sustains us. People, again, want to have choices and freedom in the future. But are we training ourselves in money? So what, one area that doctors make a lot of mistakes, but you never see this in a guy worth, again, tens of millions of dollars, is doctors are like, you know, I'm too busy to put in a certain amount of time each week to grow my business knowledge, my leadership knowledge, and really understand what I'm supposed to do with my money. And so we tend to offload it and that, without any oversight whatsoever or any really wisdom you can add. And that makes chiropractors and doctors of all kinds really susceptible to a lot of uh, sort of bad ideas. I mean, people will prey on doctors all the time to get them to invest in their bad idea or some financial planner who doesn't really know what they're doing and, and give their money to him or her. Versus, you know, if you really knew what you were doing, you'd have that sort of diversified portfolio that's in the best companies in America. You'd be out of debt. You'd have your real estate. And, you know, and these, these super wealthy guys, that's all together. There's a very specific percent in real estate, a, a certain percent that goes into stocks or bonds. They've got multiple streams of income, other businesses, and all of that, while, while again, they stay focused on their core, they, they understand all of it. They've, they've placed people to manage it, that they've in, invested time and effort into the details to make sure they got the right person. They understand what's happening with their money. It's not, you know, it's not, oh, you know, I'm too busy over here. I'm just going to throw my money and my investment somewhere else and, and sort of once in a while pop my head up because I, I got a wild hair. I'm going to go buy some properties. You know, that, that's not how it works at the 10 to $100 million level. All right, next word of wisdom after real estate. Yeah, so it, you know, it's, it's the real estate, it's, the, you know, it's all the investments. It's doctor investing. That you got to get doctor investing down just like the masters have gotten their investments down and have these multiple streams of income. And when, with multiple streams of income, what I'm going what I'm, to what I'm hit really hard there, particularly for the doctors, is making sure as much as possible it's convergent and not divergent. So as I'm working, for example, I'll use Richmond, Virginia again because, you know, I have this guy who's my partner. Uh, we you know there's a big project we have up there. And when he thinks of what to do with this big real estate project, he doesn't think, hey, while I'm building this, I might go open up a bar down the road or I might go up, open up a bowling alley somewhere in, in Virginia. You know, he doesn't get in what's called a divergent business, some business that he knows very little about, that he's not a master of, that's going to take him away from focusing on what he's great at. So he'll look at a building, and he might turn that building into any number of things. You know, so he, he might turn it into a, a, a massive storage facility. So he may turn that into a truck depot. I mean, it could be any number of things, and, he's, and he, he could turn it into other businesses so he'd have another stream of income on top of the rents and the, and the just appreciation that he makes money at as a realtor or a real estate person. Um, he can run a business within a business, so he's got he's, it's convergent. We can turn that property into something that that we can own. That's another business, another way of making money. For chiropractors, I call it the other side of the house. And so, r rather than uh, doctors are famous for buying things like restaurants and yogurt shops, stuff they know nothing about that they just assume is going to make money, and they're also also famous for losing all their money in it. But in your chiropractic office, on the other side of the house. There are guys that are doing a very good job with, you know, they might have something going on over there, with, you know, with laser or with nutrition or with testing, something that, that 
is in alignment with what they are passionate about, that's part of their mission, that's helping people from a health perspective that can happen right there in their office. And that multiple stream or streams of income, they can oversee it. And, and it can, you know, again, it doesn't take much. If it's making another five or $10,000 a month over there, that's way better than anything you're ever going to do more than likely in a yogurt shop, restaurant, or real estate. And that's what we call convergent in investing. You invest convergently, something that's tied directly to what you're already doing that you're a master of. Makes sense. So, Ben, tell me, I'm curious to find out more about your Zero to Million. What is this new company that you've created all about? So this was to do two things. One was to take the place of that program that went away to teach doctors about money. So, you know, they, at that point, they showed me how to get out of debt. They showed me what to do with my money with an eye towards the future, how to be building towards an exit strategy, and be aware of my lifespan. So, you know, the, I, you know I'm taking, I'm using my certifications in coaching. I'm using my master's degree in industrial organizational psychology and all the stuff I've learned from my billionaire friends and millionaire friends and from that original seminar I went to to help doctors deal with their money and their business from the get-go. When it comes to business, you know, it's the concept of not being a tech manager, not having a job, but having a business, you know, owning a business. So working through the business principles, working through the financial principles, but then, again, I've broken down all these areas into their component parts and pulled in somebody who's uber successful in their area. And these are guys that are, that are tried and true, multimillionaires up to billionaires that have accomplished um, at the highest level what's necessary for each of these components of business and finance, as well as some people that are, it's not so much that they're a billionaire, but they're just, a, they're just masterful at it. So I've, I've pulled in. Uh, great bookkeeping people, great accounting people, great sales and marketing people, people that really know the online marketing component um, and how to build your funnels and you know how to build your, your online uh, passive business. You know, so I've pulled those people in too so that really whatever dream God has put in your heart, we can help you make it come true so that it's not just a dream and it's not just some failed business you start, but it, it's truly something that you can monetize that becomes sustainable, predictable, and profitable. And, again, always with the goal, because I've dealt with so many guys that end up broke um, and destitute and depressed, always with the goal of having a great future, having choices, um, being able to do whatever you want. You can practice till you drop dead, or you can move on from it if, if you need to or want to, you know, and make sure that, that there's a legacy. Once you're gone, that the family's still taken care of for, for this generation or generations to come. And if any of the doctors on this call, then want to find out more about you, what's your URL and your, your contact? Do they have an email they can reach out to you as well? Yeah, so it's zero to a million institute.com. So just zero to a million institute.com. Uh, you can also uh, email me at info at zero to a million institute.com. And I've got my website too, just drbenlearner.com. All right, so let's do something a little different, Ben. Let's, we've got a lot of doctors on the call. Let's open up the lines. And, and docs, this is a recorded call, so please make sure that you're in a quiet uh, setting, quiet room, preferably on a landline. So uh, you've got Ben Lerner. Um, and, Ben, you're still living down in uh, Kissimmee, Florida, correct? I am, yeah, I'm in Windermere, Florida now, but still the same area. So, uh, docs, um, now's your opportunity to uh, pose your question. Ben, state your name. 
where you're from, and uh, go ahead and ask your question. So who's our first caller? Any questions? Ken, Ken, where are you from? Orlando. Okay, what's your question for Dr. Ben Leonard? Um, just looking at some some information to uh, get the practice out a little bit of the rut and, uh, and and make it grow. I've been involved. So what? Uh, well, I've been involved with managed care for a very long time, and um, a lot of my practice was I'm looking to move away from that and get into more of the cash stuff, which some of them are already doing. That you know, that's Go ahead, a question, ben. of course. You know, I'm, I'm in the Orlando area, so I know that if, if you're not if you're uh, not from Orlando on the line, we have been overrun by managed care for about the last 20 years. So it's really important to be able to go to a cash practice. And there's really one simple concept to cash because I've been all cash uh, here since 1996 when insurance started going bad. Is that you've got to build a, a valuable product, kind of back to the first principle I shared, that people can't get anywhere else. So in our offices in Orlando, we've you know we've got you know we've built dozens in the Central Florida area. We offer spinal correction, so you 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 can't get that anywhere but at one of our offices. If you go to your HMO doctor, your PPO doctor, they're going to see you a handful of times, and you know your X-rays will continue to decay. Uh, we can show time after time that that X-ray will improve and correct and you'll actually have your health restored. So that's one example, you know, spinal correction. There are other people who uh, do an amazing job with, with other types of chiropractic services that, again, you can't get somewhere else, and you can't pay through insurance. The only way to pay for those things is cash. So that's, that's got to be the idea is that, you know, you, you can only get it here, um, and you can only pay cash for it. And as a result, we've never really had a problem since 1996 uh, collecting cash. And and it can be done. I mean, Ben, both of our practices collected over a million cash. So, you know, uh, you need to find a mentor, a coaching program that's actually teaching how to go cash and how to market yourself. So for the doctors online, Ben's going to be speaking at our Prosperity Summit, and that's October 27th, 28th in Richmond, Virginia. Excited to have Ben up. He's one of 12 speakers he will be speaking. And there'll be a lot of doctors up there that are high-volume cash, so it might be something you might want to attend. You can find out more at prosperitysummit.net. So excited to uh, get together again with you, Ben, and and uh, shoot the shit and, um, you know, hearing our expertise. So great question, Doc, but all the docs, we both recommend going cash. So next question, where are you from? What's your name and where are you from? And what's your question for Dr. Ben? Come on, guys. Step out of the shadows. I know there's a lot of you there, and everyone's got a question on finances. Everybody wants to make some more dollars and be financially independent. Go ahead. We have a doc on the line there. Go ahead. No, just a chirp in the back. All right. So, Ben, how about some, some words of wisdom before our next doctor uh, jumps on board here? Yeah. I, if you were to do it all over, if you were to do it all over again, Ben, start from scratch. I mean, knowing what you know now, if you were to go back and, and, and speak to Dr. Ben Lerner back when you first started in practice, and you would probably, you know, take them out back to the woodshed and beat some sense into them. What, what, what would be the top maybe three or four things you'd tell them right now? Yeah, you know, I always say there's, there's 100 things I, I changed about my life over the last, you know, 25 years. 
But as far as how I started, I wouldn't have done any different. I, you know, I, I went to 1,000 a week in 90 days after opening, so I had figured something out. But I, what I would share is, and, and I, it sounds like I'm just, I'm just here to promote your seminar, but, but I would share that for the people on the line, get to that seminar. Because the reason I was able to start off so quick and so successful is I went to everything like what you're doing in Richmond. If I, you know, I look at, I look at the, the 12 speakers there. You could not have kept me away when I first got, you know, got out of school, even when I was still in school. You couldn't have kept me away from a seminar like that. And so I, I was the kind of guy that, that if there was somebody who had the kind of success I wanted that was speaking, if they had the kind of office that I was looking for, uh, that, you know, that I wanted to have that same type of office with that same kind of volume and the same kind of money coming in, I went and sat at that doctor's feet. And so, you know, I, I really was very coachable. And I sought coaches. I sought seminars. Again, even this financial stuff, my, my, my mentor said, get to this financial seminar. I, this guy had a six-part series. I went to all six coming right out of school. Uh, if I hadn't done that, then I would, ha I would take myself out behind the woodshed and, and beat the crap out of myself. But thankfully, as, as, as uh, many dumb mistakes as I made, the one that I didn't make, was that I, I never missed a seminar. I never missed a training like the one you're going to have. And as a result, I just had to duplicate the processes. And in my third month of being open, I was seeing over 600 a week. And I, was, I had a 1,000 a week practice making over a million a year in cash by the end of uh, nine months. So there you go, guys. It's, it's been done and successfully is clued. So you have to do is, you know, replicate it. Um, hey, let's take another caller. I know there's someone itching there to ask you questions, your name, and where you're from. Man, what a quiet group. When it comes to money, I think everyone will be raising their hands, Ben. Come on, guys. One more. One more. Who you, even if you want to say hi to Ben. Come on. All right. Hey Ben, let's just let's just give your um, let's give your contact information one more time, and um, and uh, so doctors can get hold of you and find out more about your services. Yeah, so the couple things we have to offer one is the practicepilot.com. It's it's practicepilot thepracticepilot.com, and that's I mentioned it earlier. We uh, that's our virtual marketing processes. I really believe that your marketing processes should be largely virtual today. Uh, it's, it's such an inexpensive way to reach a mass amount of people. And so we, we promote people's dinners and internal talks for them, and we, we handle their communication through social media and email. And so that, that's really how I run my practice now and why I only have to go in four hours a week versus the, the 60 hours a week I used to do at the beginning of my career. Um, the other one is the zero, it's, it's just zero-to-a-million-institute.com um, or drbenlearner.com. And, you know, and, again, you know, whether it's coaching with me, working with Dr. Mike, working with the guys that come to these, these, uh, these talks, just like the gentleman said earlier, you know, he, he's struggling in Central Florida, but I've got so many different guys I've trained around here. You, can, you could stand anywhere and hit, hit a clinic with a rock that's doing a million a year in cash outside of managed care. And so there are just so many super successful people in chiropractic, uh, but, you know, obviously there's more not succeeding, and the only difference is, the ones not succeeding, getting a hold of the ones that are succeeding and have them simply show them what to do. It's just that easy. All right. Ben, hey, listen, I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for being on our Master Talk tonight, for the doctors who are listening in, um, sharing your 10 millionaire uh, secrets and the mindset. And uh, love and appreciate you, brother. Excited to have you. 
at the Prosperity Summit. Doctors can find out more at prosperitysummit.net. And uh, we'll see you in about 11 weeks, Ben, and I'll uh, let you light it up from the stage. So thanks again for being on tonight's Master Talk. Yeah, I can't wait to see you again, Dr. Mike, and uh, hanging out for a couple of days. Sounds great. Listen, Doc, thanks for being on tonight. Keep practicing with passion. We'll see you on the next Master Talk, Power Talk. Say Black Belt Call or the Mastermind Inner Circle.